to uh thank you but also like what the hell Elena? i went down like a i went down the british like hip-hop bunny trail here like my spotify algorithm is all messed messed up (laughs) in a a good way you you put out the call and this is this is all i knew how to do to answer it you definitely answered the bell you got you answered the bell very very well on this one yeah um it is uh the album itself is like amazing, but I, I agree with you. You do need a come down album after this one. Cause this one's yeah. like, like it makes you want to like almost like cry while punching something. That is a really great way that to is. describe it. Like <laughs> it really genuinely is, so is sad, like, but then you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm also very, very mad and worked up right now. I can't figure out why. Yeah. But it, yeah, was, it is one of those um, like I am, it is very rare for me to listen to an album track by track in order. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was the case for the first few hundred times I listened to this one. Also, I threw it in on a playlist and so songs would pop up here and there, but I don't, I don't know why I did one day, but I did. And the, the flow of it, I don't know if it was done purposefully, but I really do think that if you listen to it from start to finish, it takes you on that ride, but it leaves you on the upswing. Mm -hmm. So like the last song, it does like the last song is, is like a, for me, it's like a, yeah, I can take on the world like, er, instead of a, oh, that's so sad, and oh, oh I remember no. that person, and oh, oh, no, what's going on? Yeah. So I, I definitely, for those of you that may be using this podcast as your first time that you've ever heard of the thing that we haven't even mentioned yet, um, I, I strongly encourage you to take, I don't even know what the runtime is, but to take an hour and a half or whatever it's, not even that. it's only it's only uh 38 minutes seriously 38 minutes 10 oh, tracks yeah then i'm not just going to encourage you i'm going to tell you sit your lazy ass down for 45 minutes there you go. and listen to it straight through because yep. you yep you're welcome yep. i 100 100 agree with there so guys we're going to start the podcast off exactly that way. This has been the notes for podcast starting yeah. off here, guys. It is the first Friday in, uh, in February. Yep. You guys came back after listening to Casey Musgraves. I applaud you. Thank you so much. We told oh, you it's going to be a better one. This is going to um, be a better one. Uh, and Elena proved that. Hi. So Brandon, yeah. I'm going to yeah. let you introduce, introduce our fabulous opener who just oh opened gosh. for us already and just set us off the thing here. So Brandon, who yeah. are we talking to today? Guys, you may remember her from I think this past summer. Um, yeah, third eye blind. She came in and we talked third eye blind. And Elena's like, "Do you have games?" And we're like, "No, but we should." And then <laughs> we and now we do thanks to Elena. So, guys, please welcome Detroit area comedian and the one of the creators of the Wang and and Shatner's Poetry Slam, guys. Brit- <laughs> Guys, give it up for Elena Gonzalez. 
Yeah. Hey, that's me. Hey, that's I, you. <laughs> I so thought that we already started, first of all. But no, secondly, no, you're fine. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know why I haven't put Wang Creator on my resume yet. Like, I need to... I need I to update my resume the right Wang now. Creator. Yeah. I love it. I love Wang Creator uh, that's... from the note on the Notes Go podcast. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. I mean, you've got you've got the we're, yeah. we give you credit every single time. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you, Elena, for the Wang. And you know, it just kind of that's how it comes out. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's exactly how it comes out. We figure you that you'll slide it, slide it right in there. Slide it that's right perfect. in there between you and Jer because Jer did the theme song for the Wang. So Jer it's did like the theme song for the Wang. We and then it's I think he had more fun with the theme song than anything else. He can say Wang about fourteen thousand <laughs> times, eighteen seconds. So, yep. yep. And he says it in different ways, which is just I think his wife look at him like you get paid for this. It's like a country yeah. twang. It's a country twang kind of thing. I love it. The, oh, the, the, the country twang wang. Twang I love wang. it. Swangy yeah. Wang. So wow, we went down the bunny trail of Wang pretty quickly here, which is bound to happen yeah. eventually. Yeah. So Elena, we put out the call because the Notes Goats podcast this year in 2022, we want to start going more international. And we said, you know what, guys, we want to go more international artists. Um, so what do you got? And uh you were one of the first ones to pop up and you're like, guys, I got one. I got one. <laughs> we're like, okay, yeah. we're interested. What do you got? And she's like, this one like listen to this artist and yes we're doing that so me and brandon both pulled it up and the the cover art we're just like i looked at it i was like hell yeah i don't know what this is and hell yeah yeah so i just um, like the i I just like the name and the name too and you were just like you were so gung-ho about it and i've learned that when you get excited it's something (laughs) i have to do absolutely because you don't you get excited for very good things so i'm just like elena's excited so we're oh, gonna do I love, this. I love that I have that uh, cachet with you guys. Definitely, yeah. and you're it keeps growing. I'm just saying you're you've got a lot Perfect. of bank right now. So if you've got a Perfect. stinker that you want to throw at us, you you still got some room. I'm just saying. Absolutely. So Elena, you gave us this album, this artist. So who are we yeah. talking about today? So uh, who we are talking about um, is an artist in the broader sense of the term. So his name is uh, Scroobius Pip and he paired up with uh, a DJ by the name of Dan Lassac, Um And they created this, I believe they've had three albums, if yep. I'm not mistaken, um, Dan Lassac versus Scroobius Pip. Um, this partnership and Scroobius Pip is more of a um, spoken word kind of a slam poetry kind of guy and then Dan Lassac is kind of electronica making beats DJ kind of guy and they put their heads together and and created music and the the album that I first was introduced to them on which is the one that I I uh, recommended you guys listen to is repent replenish and repeat and it's it it really is uh, i i don't know the the right way to explain it because it's it's categorized under under hip-hop um yeah and but it really is very lyric focused um mm-hmm but with solid beats underneath. So it's not, it's not like a, like a snapping kind of slam poet. Um, it's, no. it's, it's intense. 
it's it intense. Is, mm. That is the best way to describe it as intense. So yeah, but I can speak for Brandon on this one because I know the answer to this question. Neither him nor I were had this artist on nope. our radar. Not at all. At all. Nope. And I'm I'm a big fan of like underground hip hop. And I've his his American contemporaries that he really appreciates and, and goes with I'm big fans of. Um and I I knew the name Scroobius Pip from some of his acting stuff and I've seen him before. Mm-hmm. But I never knew he was a musician. I kind of could have put it together, but I never, never really dived deep into it. And I'm actually a big fan of even English rappers. So like, although we're going kind of back there for it. So I did thank Elena for getting me down the bunny trail of English rap again, because yeah. it's, an, it's an amazing scene. Um, but Dan Lassac versus Scroobius Pip. Um, it is a hip hop duo consisting of um, Daniel Stevens, who is Dan, and David Meads, who's Pip. Mm-hmm. Um and they're both from Essex, which if you aren't aware of uh, how that works in England, it's northeast of London. So it's like a suburb of London, Essex is. Um, they were active from 2007 to 2014. So only about seven years they were really together making music. They they did stuff separately before that, um, solely, and then solo stuff in the midst of their partnership. And then afterwards, they both did some solo stuff afterwards. Scrubius is still doing stuff. Um the duo actually met at um, HMV, which is a record shop in the UK, kind of like a Tower Records for us. Mm. So it's an um, they both kind of worked there. Uh, Lasac is a laptop DJ promoter of uh, local shows. Scrubius was a uh, spoken word poet, rapper, podcaster, and former radio DJ. So he did a little bit of everything. I still does a podcast actually um, mm-hmm. in the UK, where he gets a lot of big names, not like us, but still <laughs> does it. Hey, hey. I, Dude, hey. we got Elena. That's our biggest. Well, we, and, and Steve's and and Lindsay Sterling. So we and got Sterling. A, you did get Sterling and Kara from Finland. So we're doing I good. My magic. The, so. the exchange rate it it throws it off. So that's you what guys that's are, what it is. Good. That's exactly yeah. what's going on. Yeah. We're just yeah. working this out here. Um, if we had the accents and whatnot, mm-hmm. we would be able to pull mm-hmm. it off. I think so. It's sure. one of those things. Um, the band's success was actually really due to underground marketing. Um, they they learned a lot from uh, the underground hip hop scene in the U.S. Uh, with uh, kind of atmosphere, Sage Francis, and those artists that kind of did things underground very much putting their feet to the ground and getting their album played as much as they possibly could on um, local local radio. They hustled every single radio play they could get their hands on. Um, used YouTube as a primary way to promote themselves. You know, love YouTube in the early yeah. early to mid 2000s. Right. Um, and they did everything they could. Their biggest hit actually came before these albums came out with a song called Thou Shall Always Kill. And it's, um, it's a, it's a fire song. track. Yeah. That is a, mm-hmm. it's so good. If you haven't checked that one out, Brandon, check out that track. Okay. It is their most like popular of this duo and it's amazing um the band was actually influenced by uh krs1 uh, 80s rapper sage mm-hmm. francis another uh, underground american uh, rapper who's a big a big proponent of pip um atmosphere uh two guys you will know as lp and killer mike who bring up run the jewels yeah uh and the joy division of all things <laughs> you guys know the joy division is they are yeah. like a year like a england punk band from the seventies. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, all of these rappers and then joy division. Um, so it's kind of a fun one. I thought I'd add them in there <laughs> among others. There's so many other ones that they've kind of brought up as been, as been people that come there, but they've had three albums, 12 singles, um, both have solo projects. Um, like I said, Pip still hosts a podcast and he acts, he was actually in the new Venom movie. 
and like the, the Venom There Will Be Carnage, he was actually featured in that one as a supporting uh, thing. And he's still recording music. Uh, Dan hasn't really done much publicly since 2018. He's taken a step back in the public eye. Uh, but he did have uh, six solo albums, as well as the three for uh, for the group, the duo here. Um, no information as to why he took a step back. I don't maybe just started doing other stuff. I don't really know. Um, but repent, replenish, repeat, guys. Uh, this was released October seventh, twenty thirteen. Uh, it's ten tracks, thirty eight minutes long. Like I said, um, and uh, actually Kickstarter. The song Kickstarter wasn't actually included on the UK release. The UK release is actually only nine tracks. Oh. So the, the song Kickstarter was only included on the US release. Which was that's fine. Which the US release was promoted and released by Sage Francis's record label out of New Jersey. So he kind of took Pip on and said, well, we're gonna promote this in the US for you. Mm-hmm. Um it did peak at number 22 on the UK charts, and that's out of out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the third and final album for the duo. They did announce in, t- in 2014, they'd be kind of going their own separate ways. They didn't really say they were breaking up. They were just kind of doing their own thing solely. I think Dan and Pip both realized that Pip's career was starting to blow up mm-hmm. and Pip wanted to do different things and just wanted to get there. The album had one single and it was Stunner was the one single that they released off of this one. So a little bit about these guys' backstory. There's a lot their wikipedia actually has a ton on their single dynamic and how things have kind of worked out for pip and for the group the duo as they went through the it's really interesting to read on kind of how they were able to market themselves because they had to call in every favor Mm -hmm. to get this to get this stuff going um but they were able to get radio play which is very interesting for underground rap artists hip-hop artists Mm -hmm. and even these guys i agree with elena they're a hip hop artist in name, mm-hmm. but there's so much more. And to have yeah. a spoken word poet get radio play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you'd see that in the U.S. without having to really like do some favors for people here. Um, so let's throw, I'm going to throw it over to Elena. Elena, what was your favorite track on the album? Well, I want to add a little bit more um, if if you don't mind uh, on him, because one of the things that fascinated me when I first, um, so I, I first heard about stunner as, as the first Mm -hmm. song, like that was my gateway song into this um, along with the video. Um, uh, So if you haven't checked out the video, I recommend that. Um, And I just, I don't know, I was immediately drawn to Pip and there was something about his, not only the words that he used, but the way that he, um, the way that he delivered them. And I realized that um, as I started like looking into it, that he has had speech problems like his entire life. Like he's Mm -hmm. a a stutterer. Mm-hmm. And so he he has used poetry and rapping to try to overcome that. And from that, he's developed his own record label, which is called Speech Development Records. And his podcast is kind of under that same umbrella. And so I, I listen to his podcast occasionally and to hear him talk in an in a quote-unquote natural way 
some of the stutter comes out, some of the pauses come out. He addresses it sometimes, but not really. And, but it is, it's so fascinating to me when you talk about like how much they had to hustle to get every spin. It's like that level of hustle is on every page. It's like, no, he's got to hustle that hard to get these words out in the in the speed and the timing that he wants to. And then he's got to hustle that hard to stay on the beat. And then he's got to hustle that hard to get a podcast out that he's not, you know, stuttering all over it. And he's got to hustle mm-hmm. that hard to, to have speaking lines as an actor. And it's just like the, everything I've seen, it's not like we've had lunch or anything, but everything I've seen from this dude is so, inspirational for lack of a better word like it's just like no dude you are like fuck it this is what I want to do and this is what I'm gonna do and even on a you know what he puts out there personally like every year he dresses I think it's his sister and his his nieces and every year they like dress up in these adorable Halloween costumes and they're like just like he's just he's just dope and I'm, I'm a huge fan. Um, and I've, n- I've never heard anybody have anything, uh, bad to say about him. And he's been, uh, he's also tied in with, uh, Brett Goldstein, um, uh, from, um, from Ted Lasso mm-hmm. and Brett's podcast. Um, I'm going to blank on the name, but something about movies before you die um, is also on Pip's like network or umbrella or whatever. Yeah. So it's just, nice. it's, it's cool to see that there's, there's all this stuff coming up. Um, Absolutely. So not saying that you haven't had lunch with them yet, but you wouldn't turn down lunch with him. Definitely would not. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, we're gonna tag him. We're gonna make sure we tag all the stuff in here. Please yeah. do. So please do. Absolutely. We have we have a U.S. number one U.S. fan here. That we need to get this <laughs> right? taken care of. Yeah, and even I have her felt, on the podcast would be a fantastic thing. I felt thing. so bad because I was like, I was so behind the eight ball. I mean, I it was. I guess I shouldn't say so behind the eight ball, but like I didn't even know that he existed until mm, probably 2014. And so it was just like, oh, all of this stuff is happening. What is what? Yeah. Um, That's how I, I felt now. I'm just yeah. like, where was I? Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, mm-hmm. um, I, I've now forgotten your question. Was it the what first? Was your, what was, was your favorite it my track? favorite? Yeah. What's your favorite track? Okay. Hmm. My favorite... And I knew this question was coming. I will say, I will say my favorite is you will see me. And it's, um, it's the last track on the album. And it is, it is so, it is one of those songs that for me personally, I've always been so much more drawn to lyrics than beats in general. Yeah. And it is a chameleon song for me. So if I am in a fuck you mood, this song is a fuck you song. If I am in a, come on, let's go. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Then this is a cheerleader song for me. If I am in a, 
oh, I'm kind of sad and I'm missing this person or I can't believe this happened in my life, whatever, then that song brings that out in me. It, it's, it, it's a magical, mystical uh, song. But I mentioned earlier that Stunner had a video. You Will See Me has an amazing cinematic piece of art that some people will call a music video and so if we'll have to look that uh, up same yeah you must must much watch must um, watch you will see me no i will and that's i'll have to now i'm gonna up. shut up no, <laughs> you're good man you're good so brandon i'm gonna go next and then you go okay sounds good bud so my favorite track was the same mm. you will mm-hmm. see me that spoken word track with a subtle beat uh it it does i'm gonna just the Everything Elena said is, is 100% correct. I am also a literary nerd. And the amount of literary references in this song make my geek nerd heart happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it gives me the single greatest relationship disline I have probably ever heard. Is you didn't understand that you were reading the first draft of a bestseller. Mm-hmm. I, I hear that every single time and I'm like, yeah, oh, there's a big fuck you right there. Yeah. Like, and it's a it's a subtle like jab, but if you think about it even deeper, you're like, whoa, like he just hit you like meta, like down deep. Like that's a one that just digs even further. And there's so many other ones in there, like you didn't break the binding, you didn't, and there's the, the even, yeah. yeah did you even bend the binding like there's mm-hmm. so many literary references in this song that if you if you know books and you know like relationships and how things get a little messy is he is blasting this other person in such an intellectual way mm-hmm. that you're like i can't even be mad at you right now like this is so clever yeah. and also holy shit like so mean but yeah. not at the same time and it and i agree with you it does mimic your mimic your mood if mm-hmm. you want to be that hype track it's going to hype you up yeah. if you want to feel like life is shit well guess what life is shit um if you want to be angry ooh, buckle up yeah it's exactly buckle you up it but it, and it is the last song on the, on the album and you've told us before this album is going to leave you in a feeling that you just like you just don't understand but this left me just wanting more like i was just like and i went back and i was like i'm gonna check out other tracks i'm going to pit stuff by like this started my bunny trail like i finished the album and i was just like nope nope that's not it i'm not done gotta find, gotta find more <laughs> yeah and like i repeated the yeah. album a couple of times and every time i got Same. to the end i was like i need more what is uh-huh. going on so like yeah. that was my favorite so brandon what was yours dude man you know it, it's it's funny i picked gold teeth now I'll come back to the one That's to the song that you guys both put mm-hmm. that you guys both said. I'll come back to that. But go, I picked Gold Teeth. Now, for me, I just I really liked the beat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keeping it simple, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. got you know whatever. But this okay. one, it's 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 a headbanger. I mean, a lot of these are, but this one is a headbanger for me. The different sounds that were used throughout the track just it, it's just it's just so fun to listen. Because I'm very mu- the music aspect of it all, and mm-hmm. um, for me, just listening to this one was I was just super into it. So, I mean, short and sweet. I'll get Love into it. I'll get into stuff later, but uh, for now, and guys, I'm, 
I mean, yeah, the line is is right there. Like rappers wear bling because they want to look pretty. Like it's so cute yeah. and catchy and absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um. So guys, it is time now for the <laughs> word association name game. British Wang, let's go. All right, guys. So you just heard that wonderful theme song by Jer. These guys didn't because I put that in post. I do that mm-hmm. later. But uh, Fix it in post. Right. I do. Fix it in post. So, guys, I've got two for you. If you know it, just say it. I'm not going to, not going to, whatever. First one limp lower mouth. Stiff upper lip. I know. Mm. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> easy. It was easy. Normally, my first ones are easy. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. When we walk into the same room at the same time. You will see me? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Nailed it. That's what he did. Yep, he did that. Yep. He went there. I did. I did. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So that was, I mean, guys, that was, it's that simple. That's the word association name game. That's the British wang for you. The British wang. Yeah. All right. Short, so, uh, simple to the how point. About, how about uh, oh boy. Tom Hanks with a bad accent? Who? Uh, uh, see now I gotta pull up the track list. I don't even know. Tom Hanks, the bad accent. Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve's gonna get it before me because I'm still pulling up the track list. I mean, uh, this is this is this is outside of the Wang. This is yes. you know taking elements Extra of wang. Other trivia. This, this is, is a, this is a, this is a twist. Wang. Yeah, terminal. <laughs> terminal. Yep, terminal. Oh man, terminal. Like yeah, he's that. like yeah, well, from he some, bad, he, he's he so, from bad some weird country that doesn't exist, and he's stuck in an airport. And he's got to live yeah. at the airport. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was a that was a. Oh, yeah, like, I remember that. Tom Hanks doesn't put out very many weird ones, but that was one of the weird Tom mm-hmm. Hanks movies. Yeah. yeah. So let's. Uh, we've talked about our favorites so far, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can talk about our least favorites. Now I'll start. Okay. I'm just gonna say it. I didn't have one. There is so much going oh. on. With, there is so much going on with this album that it's really hard to pinpoint something to dislike about a certain track. I, and I tried, I mean, I listened intently to all of these trying to just find one thing and there was nothing. So for me, I don't have one. I don't have a least favorite track. Elena, do you have a track that you just don't like? I no, but yes. So I, I, I was in a similar state as you earlier today. And I was like, no, I'm going, I'm going to find one. Mm -hmm. And I, I realized that while I don't, I wouldn't say that I don't like it. I would say that the track that I'm most, um, that I most likely will skip if I'm going to skip a track is Kickstarter. Kickstarter to me is it's fine, Mm -hmm. but, and, and I think it makes sense that it's right smack in the middle of, of the album, because Mm -hmm. I think it, it, it throws me because it's not as deep as the songs that we've just listened to 
the the beat itself for me personally kind of is a little jarring and then it's not as heroic or anthemic as the ones that are going to come Mm -hmm. so it it hits me just in a weird spot so i would say Mm -hmm. kickstarter i i can i can totally see that though i can see that steve what about you man so I was with Elena. I with I went with you too. I mean, I was looking at uh, no, not the same one. That's in track. Oh, okay. Is is I uh, I sometimes when I really really like an album or an artist, I kind of crap out. I'm like, I can't pick a bad one. And I'm like, I went through it and went through it. I listened. I've listened to this album at least 15 times, at the very least, 15 times in my car because it's only it's it's less than 40 minutes long. I right. literally driving to the store can listen to it one time and driving back I can almost listen to it another time. My kids like it. It's relatively appropriate. Um it's not too bad. Uh it can cause some questions, but other than that it's not bad questions. Um so but I listen to it and the one track that I skip is actually Brandon's favorite track. Oh no. Gold teeth. Okay. All right. And it's 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 for the beat and then that canned uh rapper wear bling because they want to look pretty <laughs> rappers wear bling and it's like and literally i couldn't understand what he was saying mm-hmm. Be- and it was that because of the because of the the effect on the voice how it's done like it's that monotonous kind of thing i couldn't understand it so i looked it up and it's that repetitive undercut just kind of made my brain hurt and um i had to look it up because i didn't understand what the hell he was saying mm-hmm. and it for me it distracted from pip's verse and from the uh i think it actually is the person that does that i think is the um is the fluck pavilion is the actual like feature the guard the, the guest on there that does that unless it's dan i don't think it's dan though that would that would make sense that i, I think it's I, the feature. I don't know that we hear that voice in any other no, I think it's the feature and I just couldn't do it. I was listening to it. And I was like, you know, if there's one that I skip, cause I'm just like, I can take or leave this track. It's that one. And it's just because I feel like the, the music behind it while it's harder, doesn't match with what Pip's putting out mm-hmm. in the verses. And it's, it's one of the only times that they don't really, they aren't cohesive um, on this album. Now there's other albums I listened to before where they, they do, they're a little off sync on a couple of tracks as well where they were kind of figuring this stuff out. But I think from top to bottom on this one, all of them, except for this one, they're like head to head, like neck and neck, like on the same page. And this one, I just felt like he wasn't like, Dan wasn't really feeling what Pip was laying down. Mm-hmm. It was more like, I got this beat and I'll come up with something for it. And I think with an artist like Pip, you can't do that. <laughs> you got to let him do his thing. And then you match sure. whatever he's given you. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this one was put the other way. It's like, Dan said, I've got this beat. I've got this dude doing this hook. Come up with something. And I'm not sure if, if the I could see that. The creativity mm-hmm. works both ways in that regard. Mm-hmm. I think you have your you have your star, you let that mofo shine. Mm-hmm. And in this group, Pip is the star. You you let him do his thing and you come up behind him and just and support. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't I didn't hate the song. I just was like, if I'm gonna skip one, it's this one. Mm-hmm. So that being that gets to our, our least favorite. Uh, yeah. So we have all gotten there. So now it is uh, usually with hip hop albums. It's one of my favorite things to have Brandon do. This one I is know. not as bad. So he's not saying the end bomb. Right. Um, so, Brandon. Yeah, we are going to play Shatner's Poetry Slam. We sure are. So and, you're uh, going to read some things. I am, guys. So if you not don't know what this accent. is, first of all, y'all know we've got a weighing theme. 
But we don't have a Shatner theme song. So no. if you want, I we know. haven't gotten there yet. So we need somebody to create one for us and let us know. Send it to us and we'll listen to it and we'll put it in. That's what it is. Generally, so, yes. Generally, yeah. Just show us. and we we'll do this live in. on TikTok, we'll figure it out there. Well, <laughs> whatever. Yep. So, all right, guys. So, Elena, I picked two other tracks. Okay. Not the ones from the Word Association name game. So, two different ones. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, here we go. For half her life in that room. Terminal. She, nope. Really? She had been banished. No, it's the... um. The one where it's uh, there, it's like Snow White and the Alice in Wonderland Porter? and the Porter. Porter. It is Porter. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job. Like Next. my third favorite track in this album. Yeah, man, I just started right in the middle, and you guys were nailing it. Mm-hmm. All right, if you could hold your head despite the fact that you ain't conscious, then night bus in- sleepers. Night bus sleepers. Yep. Wow, guys! I told you I listened to this oh. album a lot. <laughs> Y'all, just I knew Elena was coming out anyway. And I, knew I had to do some research, so I like I, intently man. listened to this one. Yeah, you did. I was just, and I, I just went like right in the middle of some random verse, and I'm just like, all right, let's do this. I, I, I ate this album. Oh up, my dude. gosh! Apparently, so. All right. Well, that's all I got. So let's go into our deep cuts. Deep cuts. Yeah. Elena, you go first. Was there was there a track? Now, I know a lot of people probably won't know this album or this artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is there a track where if somebody said, hey, I just, you know, I've heard of this, this artist. Is there a, a track where you would be like, yes. Is there a deep cut dark horse track that you would tell them, hey, you need to check out this one above all others? So I am I'm I'm going to cheat a little because I, I have a fourth that I wanted to mention that doesn't fit in do I, in any of the do other it. categories. So I'm going to shoehorn that in first. And we don't have rules. You do, you do what you want. So. <laughs> I it's will your show. Say, Let's go. <laughs> I will say that Terminal is, uh, is on this album and I don't qualify it as a song, but it is one of the it is a story that is so near and dear to my heart and there have been times that it's made me cry and it catches me I will listen to it all the way through every time um it it, the story tells of um drug use and and Pip meeting a stranger and their adventure and and all of this stuff that they go through and there is a line um that is that he he put in there that says um i've been told when a woman writes off the world it's done in cursive and talking about just the beauty and death and and drama and it's not okay pip if you're listening to all of this um please take your headphones out for like 20 seconds it's not a great song and it's not a song that I would ever like recommend to somebody to enter into, but it is something that I feel like everybody should experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so intense, like the rest of it. And I just, so, so I wanted to get terminal out there, but my song that I have played for other people um, as an 
entryway in, if I don't go stunner or you will see me is just like loud, is Porter. And that is, um, I play that for people that, uh, that I know will be like Steve and that are word nerds. And I play it almost like a trivia game in and of itself. And I force them to listen to the, the lyric chunks and then guess what he's referencing. And um, I won't spoil it entirely for those who haven't heard it, but it, the, the story there is, is he's working in, in a, a psych ward, basically, a, like a mental hospital. And all of these different stories from all of these people. Um, and it's just, it's, it's fucking great. It's so, like, this interwoven nature of it all is just, it gives me goosebumps. And it's kudos to you, those. So that's my long-winded answer, as always. No, you're good. I love I, it. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Steve? What about you, bud? So um, my favorite track, and I do agree with Elena that it's not a great song, but emotionally it is uh, a great representation of what you're going to get with this artist. Uh, it's Terminal. Mm. The entire relationship of a 50-year marriage in one day in one song and the highs the lows of, of someone meeting another person on a whim mm -hmm. spending an entire day with them through your ups and downs of life through drug abuse and crazy moments of just you know uh, manicness having some mcdonald's <laughs> and meeting some random crazy people and then to end it all with a splash, the I want to be someone with that that lives with laughter instead of being a lab rat. Um, hit hard for the day and age we currently live in. People that you know don't want to have their lives controlled by medicine and mm. things that they don't want around them. Um, but I, I agree with you on that that last line of the song is that. I heard when a girl writes off the world, it's done in cursive. Um, that actually might end up being a tattoo at some point for me uh, because it's, it's beautiful. It is, it, really it is, is something that's there that, and it's so it's track. It's not a song. It's track mm -hmm. is it's complex. It is something that you can listen to multiple times and grab different things from it. Mm -hmm. um there's humor there's sadness there's joy there's everything in like four minutes Steve, every emotion that you cry. can dude, it, it really is it's it's yeah. one of those tracks that this one caught me off guard L listening to it in my truck with my kids like just driving i think i was driving a kid driver's training and i was just like what hold up what it, what is going on here and then i got home i put headphones in listened to it again and like really like sunk in the lyrics and was just like, wow, okay, that that just happened. Wait, what happened at the end there? Like, you learn that again, listen to it again. Mm -hmm. And actually, like, and then you, like, 
you start to like you almost sort of like chart the story down to like write down exactly what's going on because you don't realize it's all in one day and this is all just one epically broken but beautiful relationship in 12 hours so as as again it is not a song but as a poem as a, a short story as a um just a production piece it's amazing um uh, the amount of motion emotion that it can bring out of you in that sort of time of fear and then if you have you know someone who's battled any sort of medicalness medical you know stuff going on in their life it's perfect it's a it's it kind of gives you a whole idea of what's going on there's some deep-seated feelings here that are there and it's it's so good and it's it's like the fourth track on the album mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect something like this like this is like a showstopper this is like an end album track like something that just leaves you like with that punch or that 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 period and like that last that last line that he delivers and you're just like well that's a mic drop done don't gotta listen anymore like you won okay yeah i'm, I'm good he like, ends what? it with i'd met her that more i just looked it up to see i'd met yep. her that morning in the waiting room at 7 a.m and 16 beautiful hours later i'd never see her again and then it's this like silence for a beat and you're just and you're like what the hell just happened like what was that like that was a whole yeah. relationship in 16 hours like a whole lifelong birth to like high school to like death relationship in 16 hours like mm-hmm. holy crap so it, as i could have went with porter i really thought about it because that again wordsmith and loving the, the the different pop culture references and literary references that are in that one too this dude is so smart i don't i I don't get it. I don't know how, like, <laughs> I understand half of what he says, but the emotional toll of this album and this song, Terminal, brought out on me. I was just like, yeah, that's got to make it in my list somewhere. Um, yeah, so, so warms my heart. And now I feel like a jerk that I stepped on it. No, but- no, it's it's oh. perfectly fine. I, I agree with everything you said. It, it just, yeah. and I wanted to add my own piece on it because it's, this is, I, I am like you. I'm so mad I didn't hear about this guy sooner. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so unhappy, but I'm, I'm like living and basking in the glory now. I mean, like, all right, I'm just going to absorb everything that I can get from him now. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, Brandon, uh, we went with, with those. What is your deep cut, man? I think I have an idea what it is. Guys, my deep cut was both of your favorite tracks. You mm. will see me. Mm. Um, with this being an album that, you know, I just heard about, you know, like I said before mm-hmm. we jumped into this, it's hard to pick a deep cut because everything is still so new and fresh. So this is almost kind of like my second favorite. So this track finishes the album nicely. I mean, you guys have already talked about this one, but um musically it kind of gives off like i don't know just like it, there's like this electronic like from the disney movie tron legacy like this weird electronic vibe uh-huh. thing i love it um and then the spoken word on this one was just amazing to me you know it's like you strive for your goals no matter who follows you or who turns their back on you mm-hmm. and you know we've all had those goals where you know, you, you want to try something, you want to do it. And, you know, some people are like, I don't know if that's going to work or yeah, go for it. You know, um, man, but this one just 
so well done for me and one that I, I, I listen to it's, it's, it's a, yeah. I mean, no matter what you're feeling, just like Elena, look what you said. Um, Oh, Steve said his computer died. So that's fine. Oh no. His computer died. So we'll keep going, but <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, he'll come back on. Um, but yeah, so this one was just very, I don't know, whatever your emotion you're feeling, it just, it pulls, pulls that, yeah. that, that, that string. And, and I love it. So and like you were saying about, you know, like goals or, or things that you want to accomplish. Like I, I really do think that anybody who is listening to this that has and that has ever dabbled on the creative side, whether it be writing or music or comedy or any sort of physical art or painting or any sort of creative element that is coming from inside you, I I challenge you to listen to this song mm-hmm. and Because it really does, there are certain lines within it where he's like, oh, everybody has had that person in their life, even if they weren't being extremely overtly rude. um, They were just like, yeah, it's funny that you're doing your little jokes, doing your little skits. Yeah, it's nice to be able to say, you know what? No, I'm. I'm going to do this and you, you will see me cause I'm going to keep going and I'm going to do this. And yeah, it's yeah. Excellent. Excellent choice. Absolutely. Nah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just so good. So good. This whole album though, top to bottom is just, is just so good. So guys, before we get into our, our final thoughts, I just want to let you know, we talked a lot on this album and the ins and outs and the emotions behind it. Just know that at the end of the month, Steve will put out um, our our Spotify track list playlist um, for all of our favorites and deep cuts and maybe sometimes our least favorites, depending on if Steve's going to be an ass um, for the entire month. So this one will come out the end of February. So be looking out for for all of these tracks. Pretty much, Steve could really just put this whole damn album on on our playlist. Mm-hmm. Really could, you know. So. Um, Steve, welcome back. Uh, your Hi. computer died. You're it all did. good. Yeah, I'm um, back. You're good. So let's let's get into our final thoughts on this album as a mm-hmm. whole. So I I I'll I'll start because I'm talking. <laughs> this album, guys. I mean, it's it's not going to be any surprise. But it's nothing short of amazing. Um, there are a lot of things going on from track to track, but this is a solid solid album. Um, Elena, I want to thank you for bringing this to our attention because this Yay. is, yeah, this is not the last time that I think we'll do the Scroobius Pip on this album, on this podcast. Yay. Um, That's exciting. And it won't be the last time that I just listened to him for fun either. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking this album out. Um, and for me, I'm giving this a score that I have never given before. <gasps> oh my gosh, the suspense! In a year and a half, you still haven't given this one. I haven't, Steve. Go I don't, and I am giving this one an eleven out of ten. Going big! Wow! I am going eleven out of ten. It is that good. And like I said, we make our own rules. We do what we yeah. want. Two no. wangs up. 
That's what an 11 is. Yep, I bring must it. make Brandon blush, but that did no, it. That, that did it, and it, brought, and it brought the energy back up. So, so there we go. Uh, while Steve is plugging his computer in, Elena, I'll head over to you. What are your kind of final thoughts, and then your your rating on this one? Yes, just yes. Everything, yeah. everything that everybody said. Um, one thing that uh, we kind of touched on early on was that you may need uh, something to cleanse your palate um, after you listen to it. And I have, um, I have it on a Spotify playlist um, <laughs> that I refer to because it, it makes me laugh uh, called Bangers and Mash. And it is uh, with a, another um, British, uh, they're like an EDM group or whatever, uh, probably more pop than actual full-on EDM, but rudimental. They they are more lighthearted and, and poppy. And so I mix in this album with that as my palate cleanser. Mm. Um, but yeah, just the fact that I didn't know it was less than 40 minutes uh, until today. Everybody, we talked for longer than 40 minutes about this album. So if you yeah. listen to this, uh, just just do it just listen yeah. you're gonna yeah. you're gonna like it i promise yeah 100%. and you may be a little upset because you have to then now you're gonna bunny trail that's just gonna happen yeah <laughs> so from for mine guys rate a rating what do you rate oh. 10 oh two wangs up all, all right all day yeah 11 <laughs> two wangs up so we got 22 right. way to 22 go 22 out of 30 no uh yeah <laughs> uh so for me after after being given this this like gift of like english hip-hop gold that i was unaware of i decided to bunny trail out and like get down the the path of pip and uh dan lasak himself and actually do the check out both solo stuff now neither of these disappointed me in any way uh they are both great musicians in their own right um pip is an amazing lyricist and writer and just all around decent person. Um, it was, I mean, you don't find that very often mm-hmm. where the people are just decent people, but I agree with Elena there. There's a lot going on with this guy. He's, he's got a lot to give still. And he's, he's just like dipping his toe in the acting waters. And I think he's, he's going to do something there as well. Um, but, um, and then Dan, can or at least could produce very good dj tracks he's he was a very good uh dj i'm not sure why he stopped doing things again but the stuff he put out before if you like that type of music it's it's really good it's Mm -hmm. it's they they meshed very well together they reminded me of like a british gnarles barkley except very gritty Mm-hmm. And with full length arms because CeeLo doesn't have the. <laughs> um, so, but but this being said, like even in that group, like the main person is the is the star. Uh, mm-hmm. Pip is the star. He is the the person that's in the limelight, on front center stage, and needs to be there. Um, it, as Elena said, the, a palate cleanser is necessary for this album. It, it can leave you in a, in an emotional state of mind that you have no idea how you got to um, where you're super amped up, but also you want to punch something while crying. Um, 
is the best way I can describe it. Like you have yeah. no idea how you got to this point of life. And like, it reminded me of being a, you know, a 15 year old, 16 year old boy. I've got one of those. Um, and feeling so many emotions all at the same time that you like, you almost want to like shut down and like do a reboot. Like mm-hmm. what the hell? Like I, I, I shouldn't be feeling that and that together. Like, and then that you had the third one on, you're like, well, no, like yeah. system overload here. And like your brain can only take so much, but if you can pull out certain tracks as something that kind of hits you in a certain way. And I feel like any person can find some sort of emotional and personal connection to any of these tracks on here, be it, you want something more lighthearted and funny and you go to like Porter or you want something super deep, you go to terminal um, or you want something that's just kind of there. And, but you know, it's just so many things you want that, the ever loving hype track in your background. You're like, you will see me is, is going to get you going. Um, and there's so many others that are just around there. You know, heroism is fantastic. Night bus sleepers is great stunner. Just kicks the track off. I could go with every single one of these tracks and give you something <laughs> that actually will give you chills regardless of where it is just listen to stunner and then tell me you're not going to want to dive back in right like right. listen to that first track and tell me that you're not going to want more and then you get through this album and you're just like shit i need more and then mm-hmm. check out their first two albums they're both very good um for me guys i stuck within the parameters here <laughs> i did not go extra lang in here um, so I didn't break the rules because I didn't realize we had them, but again, I am trying to be the rule follower and I went with a, with a 10. All right. So it got a perfect score for me. There wasn't much to dislike. Even my dislike of gold teeth was superficial. Yeah. Um, and it, I can overlook it looking at the album as a whole, it needed something else and it did sound different. So it wasn't bad. It just was, I had to find one I didn't like. Yeah. So, but it's, it's it's a good album and yeah again mm-hmm. a thank you elena for giving us this in here and letting me kind of introduce my kids to more cultural hip-hop because they get stuck in this new stuff that i don't understand and don't like half the time <laughs> um and they they don't understand it and i listen to like i still listen to mac lethal and atmosphere and sage francis and when he said sage francis i was like oh done let's go check mm-hmm. in in the books he's already got some uh some cachet here for me but so that being said, guys, this is a wholeheartedly like across the board. As Elena said, sit your ass down, take 40 minutes and listen to the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give you three or four tracks off of it on in our Spotify playlist, but that's not for about a month. You know, at the end of February, you're going to get that playlist out. Now, take 40 minutes, sit back, put it out there, listen to it. And then you're going to listen to it a couple more times after that. Thank me later or hate me later. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, um, more- we're not saying it's perfect. It's just really, really good. It's really good. It's just really, <laughs> um, really good. And then uh, let me know how he did in the Carnage flick. I haven't checked that out yet, so I don't know how he's how I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know. I'm interested now, though. But uh, Elena, so you've been on the podcast before. You've already come up with some games for us. We really appreciate, by the way. <laughs> um, this is coming out first week in February. Do you have anything coming up around now? Um my son's birthday yes <laughs> yes he will be turning five that's, on a, that's, a, that's a holiday Day. nice uh everyone get ready for that um yep. i am getting a pedicure on the 19th uh nice. go with me 
and then I will actually be um, in, for those that are listening to this in Michigan, um, I will be at Captain Captain's Quarters, um, which is uh, in the Flint area, like okay. Burton, I think technically, okay. on Friday, March 4th. Uh, come out, laugh. It's with the funny spot. Um, it'll be it'll be good times. Uh, you can follow awesome. me on all the socials at Gonzaleza, G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-E-Z-A. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Oh, my gosh. We love so having you fun. guys. I'm, I tell you, follow Elena. You never know what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of pictures uh, and videos of her little man. They're still really funny. But um, <laughs> the TikTok stuff is amazing. You never know what she's going to comment on and, or call out Matt Harper or any of her other comedy <laughs> friends for doing stuff. The The whole feed of the office stuff that happened the last <gasps> couple of days. Oh, gosh. Made me very la- so it made, it made me very happy. That I was not a part of it, but I was also a part of it. I was like there. I was like, yup, I could see all of you guys do this. And then I just posed the question, who would be Toby? And then Elena's like, you. (laughs) You Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, No, not not. at all. Yeah. So Elena, I have an idea. I have an idea for Brandon. I have to run it past you because you you have this cachet in the bank and he might listen to you. Okay. So we're trying to find Brandon a TikTok niche. Okay. Oh, so okay. he's right now he's doing dad jokes. It's working for him. He's yeah. having a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. I make fun of him quite frequently for it. But but there's a lot of people on TikTok that have that niche. And so it's yeah, my them. my my two ideas to him, and I actually want to do both of them. But we're gonna start with one. Is he can either be um, like nice guy, Doctor Evil. Okay. Um, okay. Or he can just go super dad jokes and be Gru. But has to do the voice and like just stitch videos and just go no. But I want him to do Doctor Evil so we can like stitch the like dirty TikTokers that I hang out with and just go uh-huh. zip it, zip it, or, uh-huh. zip it. And go, how about how about no? no? And just like I yeah. actually found a Doctor Evil costume on Amazon. It's only thirty five bucks, and I'm like, might be worth the investment. He already shaves his head half the time. Yeah, so. I feel like that would be an easier. Um, yeah. Then uh, Gru is just a scarf and like a black coat. He can do that too, but he's and he's got all girls, so it kind of works out in both scenarios. Mm, that is true. So that is true. I'm I'm trying to work on him to get a whole TikTok character going on right now. It'd be good. It's a work in progress, guys. Well, what about Toby? He could be Toby. Just be the awkward, yeah, it's the awkward to pretend to sit <laughs> in the office. Like, can you have can you have your wife be uh be Kelly? Oh my gosh. She could pull Kelly off, dude. I'm just she saying could, right now. But she doesn't. She's never watched The Office, so she wouldn't know. She doesn't oh. talk to you. I feel like um, an attainable project should be the the Notes from Goats Good versus Evil crossover event, where you guys walk through the casting, um, your final decisions, and and uh, I, I think that should be a, a super special. A super special. We episode. should all connect. Right. We should connect we with them. Steve's. Do get a live event. We could all be in the same room too when mm-hmm. we do it. Yeah. Get Steve's Steve's TikTok mine going live. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, but the well, four of us maybe. just in a room. Yeah. Oh yeah, get in a room. Get in yeah. a room, and then just, be go, room with John and Badge, then just go fake. Go Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. We did. We did create beef with John Badge with Carl recently, though. We did. John got very mad at us. Oh, oh as mad as John can get. As yeah. mad as John can get. That's true. Yeah. He's a puppy doll. It's fine. He's the um, one that said that he 
broke his back because he twerked on his fiance. So. <laughs> he did. He did put that out there on social media. That's, that's his, something that he should do. Fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, but that's so that is the gauntlet's been thrown down. So we got to the office, the office uh, pool here with the Good Verse Evil podcast. I like it. Yeah. Elena's always I got like good it. ideas. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then nice. I'm also putting out the invite right now. We are doing, we are doing a Christmas in July uh, week, and uh, we want you to come back. Okay. So. We, and we talk really about how the, uh, Donny Hathaway is much better than Mariah Carey ever dreamed of being, and how it's ridiculous that she gets all the praise and Donny gets none. Is that what we want to talk about? Fired. Oh, we are going to be <laughs> already there. We just got done with Christmas, Elena. Come on, the queen of Christmas. We just sent her off on the iceberg. She hasn't come back oh. yet. Oh. Interesting. Tell you. No, I well, you know what? We can do that because we were <laughs> we were gonna bring you on to do a pentatonics album that I was gonna shit all oh, over because it's what okay. I do. And I figured you'd be down. So um, yeah. you know, we'll 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 figure out we'll album choices. Have your people will call my people, we'll we'll, we'll get, get it. it. We'll, we'll get, get it. Both we'll our people's Brandon, because it kind of works out for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <Right>? good news. <laughs> Um, yeah. So we we are gonna we are gonna have you back in in July if not sooner because you never know what the life what life is gonna bring yes. us. Happy early birthday to to your little guy. Thank um, you. We we look forward to sharing that with him on Valentine's Day. Yes. Uh, he is he's getting to that big five number, so he's a big boy now. I know he uh, he yelled at me today um, specifically because he does not like rainbow macaroni and. Uh, told me that very loudly um that he liked rainbow mac macaroni when he was three but now that he's four he likes shell macaroni and he was just beside himself that i did not realize that ignoring the fact that two weeks ago he loved rainbow macaroni and for those who are confused um my son is a genius and uh, refers to elbow macaroni as rainbow macaroni because it's the shape of a rainbow it's not the shape of an elbow and he's not wrong no. he's not um, wrong no. he's not wrong yeah uh but it Pure was your genius i yeah, love it it was i don't like rainbow macaroni i just want to eat my spinach and i was like okay i'm mad at you for yelling but good choice you're yelling about eating spinach so i can't get too yeah. Right. And his, okay. and his, 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 his eating out choices are also pretty much on point. Like he always go to the Coney, the Coney place to get breakfast. <laughs> yes, so like yes. whenever he wants to go out, it's always the Coney place. And I'm like, uh-huh. wait a minute, this, this little dude's got a, he's got a point here. We should always yeah. be going to the Coney place. Yes. No. So I, I, I appreciate your social media. Cause that way I'm just like, I have so much more in common with a four-year-old than I would ever have thought. <laughs> but right. I mean, I mean, he's like, I was like, he's like pancake. Let's go. I'm like, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. All right. Like living with that guy must be great. And then and he I will, have he a will explain so. it to whomever will listen. Uh, I would like the breakfast special. Um, and uh, I would like sausage because last time I got bacon. Um, and he's just, <laughs> and there are two kinds of toast in his world. Um, right. There is French toast and then butter toast. And butter toast is what everyone else would refer to just as toast but he needed some descriptor to separate so french toast and butter toast yeah i like it i like genius. it he's genius 
It's got that line set up there, the, the international and the non-international. Yes. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I got yes. this going there for you. So I look forward to that. We will be in touch coming up in uh, in for July, at least. And if not sooner, we always comment on back and forth on, on yeah. socials anyway. Um, hopefully we'll see you live at some point on the west side. I mean, you, you venture over here every so often mm-hmm. when it's not massive snowstorms and stupid. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but we will uh, we'll see you soon again. Thank you so much. And for bringing us Scroobius Pip and Dan Lissack, this album like, uh, is, is amazing, guys. Check it out. Uh, but Elena, thank you so much for coming. That has been uh, so no glad you guys podcast. loved it. Oh, we yeah, all day long. So good. But we'll see. We'll see you again next time. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats.